This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Aaron Hawksworth, Cody Decker, and Jim Rodriguez. We have Mark Herzlick, former NFL player with us this morning, um, current NFL and college football analyst. He's also the author of What It Takes. Mark, welcome to the show. I want to start with the Browns and Deshaun Watson because we still don't know how many games this guy is going to be suspended. And what does this mean for Browns, especially if you're looking at any Browns futures? Yeah, gosh, you know, you know, you're right in terms of um, the uncertainty because I think there's there's a lot of uncertainty uh, in it, and you know, because of the uh, you know arbitration in in cases like these, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You just really don't, and so now you have to you have to plan, uh, you know, plan for the worst and hope for the best. So you plan to not have it for for a majority of the time, and then. You know, basically your team, which you thought maybe was shored up a little bit at that position, you know, because of all the off-field issues, it now is coming back to say, okay, now this is on the Browns now, uh, and this is what they've inherited. Cheer up. Hey, Mark, Jim Rodriguez here. I've got a question for for a guy who, who did it, um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, quarterback of the Ravens. Here's a guy that that's in the middle of a contract, wants to get wants to get extended, and doesn't have an agent. He represents himself. Do you think that's smart? It, 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 is is that helping him or hurting him? Because I think as a football player, you want to get out there, you want to practice, you want to do the best you can, and let your agent or your lawyer figure everything out. Do you think he's actually hurting himself more with that? Well, you know, I think that, that you know, it's a decision that gets made, um, you know, personal decision that really he's using, he's not using an agent, but the NFLPA, I mean, they have lawyers on staff that can basically help you do it yourself. Um, so I think, you know, one of the things that agents will do um, in this situation when you are a free agent is that you know, basically, they, you know, they put out feelers and leads and that's much more difficult to do by yourself. But at the same time, when you're, you know, that high, um, it, it highly regarded, you know, you can try to put pressure on the Ravens to have that e- extension without maybe having an agent putting those feelers out. So you know, th- there is, 
there's a lot to be said about the 3% that you pay your agent in that type of situation. And with the type of contract he's looking to get, that 3% is, is a lot of money. And so he's, I think he's trying to keep it in his pocket if he can. Uh, and then you see, okay, is it 3% variable, right? It, it, maybe he could have gotten 3% more if he had an agent doing some of the work, but that would kind of net out the same. Hey, Mark, uh, not to double back over to the Browns, but it's very clear that the Browns feel like they could win this season, hence the contract they gave to Sean Watson. And knowing the situation that they're currently in and the backup QBs that they currently have in place, is it a foregone conclusion if they announce that this is going to be a year suspension? Are they going to have to look throughout the league? Are they going to have to go after the Jimmy G like everyone is thinking they're going to have to end up doing? Yeah, well, they're good. if they think that they're going to be able to you know, compete this season, which I think their team is set up in a way that they can, and I think that there was hopefulness in that quarterback position. But, again, it's not a team built around the quarterback per se. But you need to have a quality quarterback. Like, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, how, how cool would that be for him in his career, uh, being able to get the opportunity on that Browns team that does have a lot of weapons for him to work with and a good defense that can really get after the quarterback. So um, I, I do think that there, there's a possibility of trying to go out there and get a quarterback like that, or maybe, you know, maybe it's a, a different quarterback who, um, you know, say maybe has a little bit more of a veteran uh, that can come in and really manage the game. Cause you know, you think about, you know, um, the quarterbacks over the time, maybe, you know, Trent Dilfer type back in the day that, you know, he wasn't necessarily winning the biggest games, with his arm strength, but he had a big, good team around him. So that could be a potential way that the Browns end up going. Mark, I'm curious your thoughts on this whole Kyler Murray situation. We saw him get paid. Then we saw the homework clause. Now the homework clause has been removed. It's just annoying to me. Are you looking to fade the Cardinals or are you high on them this season? Well, <laughs> I, I, it's annoying, but at the same time, that's just like what, like, those are the contract things that, you know, unless there's something like that that makes the news, you don't realize. But, I mean, there's other clauses that have been in contracts. Like, you know, if you get a speeding ticket, you could have your contract voided, you know, because technically that was conduct detrimental to the team. Like, there's there have been different things like that over the years that I know the NFLPA has tried to get out of contracts. But when you see it, and you see the type of extension, and you know, obviously, when it was first made, you know, I don't think Kyler was like, "Hey, man, this is going to be an issue." You know, I think it was like, "Whatever, four hours. I do like thirty hours of film study a week, so I, this isn't going to matter." But, you know, but then it gets out, and it's like, "Okay, what is this saying that they need to put it in this contract?" But you know, teams are very good at trying to find any way to just have a loophole in there at some point in case something terrible happens or the player does something ridiculous and they need to get rid of them. Hey, Mark, you, you know, we're close to the NFL, but we're closer to college football. And, and you're also an, a college football analyst. We got into the, a little Heisman talk yesterday. And, you know, predictably the quarterbacks are, are, are out there with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young and Caleb Williams. You know, I'm a big fan of Will Anderson Jr. I think he could be the best player out there. Where, where are you leaning toward in the Heisman race? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, well, I mean, gosh, you know, I think that, you know, CJ Stroud is a, he, he's a, a really, really good player. And I think he's probably, you know, favorited to, to get there. But um, there is, I don't know, they, there are, there's so many players out there right now um, that, you could just see go all the way up the ladder, all the way down the ladder. I mean, who knows to see what happens with, you know, Texas. I mean, watching Bijan Robinson last year run the football, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy is out of control. Good. And you know, there are, you know, I think my dark horse sleeper is Tyler Van Dyke out of Miami. I mean, he, I, you know, I've called a bunch of his games. He's a fantastic young quarterback and with Mario Cristobal and that entire Miami team and the recruiting that they've had and the transfers that they've had come in. I mean, they could be a really good squad. So Miami shows back up and Tyler Van Dyke has a good year. Watch out for him. You know, um, a lot of talk in college football right now has been all about USC and everything that Riley's going to bring to that team and that uh, franchise going forward. Do you think that it's a bit too much too soon? Do you think the odds of them just skyrocketing, even though they've get made some great moves in the transfer portal and, of course, a new coaching staff, um, do you think it's too soon to start to value USC? And also, on top of that, mega conferences. Do you think, at the end of the day, in your opinion, good for college football or bad for college football? Yeah, good question. Um, first of all, I think USC, buy their futures. If I buy futures in USC, because I do think – you know, they're, they're starting to get uh, – basically, you know, what they're doing, they're using what they have, right? I mean, it, think about the school. You know, it's right down by downtown L.A. I mean, it has a great history of not only academics but football. Um, you know, some of the biggest names of college football and in pro football and commentating have ever come out of USC. And so, I think – you're, what you're seeing right now is you're seeing them starting to use what they have in their recruiting process, uh, and they're attracting a lot of young players. So I think that maybe it's too soon to say that, oh, man, they're going to be here this year. But two, three years from now, I see them being back to, gosh, you know, like the mid-2000s USC teams that we saw. Um, now, super conferences, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, because – ideally, do I want to turn on football every single week and see the best teams play the best teams? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that'd be awesome for fans. Um, I think that it's going to leave a lot of schools that, you know, could potentially um, you know, be middle of pack schools, like floundering with some of the guppies, you know, in, in like the, the little kids pool. But that I think that could possibly happen. I don't think it'll happen for a while. Um, Due to the you know the way the ACC uh, contracts are, um, and you know, the schools are locked in until 2036, and really you've seen every other school that has said that they are leaving, um, they're waiting for their you know, their commitments to be over with their uh, conference as well. So I think it's going to be a while before we see it, but I think that's where it's moving. 
-hmm. Sticking with college football, looking at the national title odds, it's like Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and then a bit of a drop-off. Is there anyone – well, first, who do you like to win the national championship? And then it may be a long shot in there too. Yeah, I mean, I think that Georgia is set up really well. Um, And I I really like – as you mentioned earlier, CJ Stroud, but that Ohio State team, um, I think that they had – you know, kind of an interesting season last year. I think they're they're going to bounce back under Ryan Day pretty well. Um, you know, I mentioned kind of the dark horse, and you know, my mind for Heisman. I think Miami is that that kind of underdog team that could be really really good this year. Um, and it all is going to we're all going to see it really the first three weeks. You know, how do they come out? How do they respond? Um, because that's been the downfall of Miami, even if they've had good players over the past 10 years, they just haven't been able to get out of their own way in terms of you know, injuries or just off the field issues. And so we will see how, you know, Crystal Wall is able to lead his team. Mark, you won a Super Bowl when you were a member of the New York Giants. So my, my question is, is this, when, what team do you see right now that you would say to yourself, maybe not a favorite, maybe maybe a little bit of a long shot, that you'd say, hey, that team reminds me of our Giants team or that team reminds me of, of a team that, that, that could surprise some people and make a dent? Oh, good question. Um, gosh, looking at yeah, kind of going through the teams that are out there right now, gosh, you know, it's like, I want to say, I want to say, you know, they're not an underdog team, but I want to say the the Patriots are a team that, yeah, you know, I just I like, um, you know, I I like Mac Jones. I mean, I I like, I like the way they've been set up, and I like that they haven't been as successful, uh, you know, as you know they notoriously have been in the past. You know, I think everybody's looking at, oh, Tampa's going to be good. Yeah, you know, all, all the the big name teams that usually are good, should be good. I think the Patriots are going to have a season where people are like, okay, this Mac Jones guy, this guy's, this guy's the real deal, and watch out for them in the future. Another team, you, men- you mentioned the Patriots. What about the Buffalo Bills? Is this team finally going to take that next step to become a championship team? I mean, it seems like they have everything on paper, but at the end of the day, it's the Bills, and the Bills just never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> they just never win a Super Bowl. No, I, I it, it feels like that way too. And, and doesn't it feel like they have the quarterback, right? Like, I mean, Josh Allen, he's the guy. I mean, he he is he is amazing. He's good. He's poised. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be one of those guys that you know, in fifteen years from now, you're like, oh, you know, that was the era of you know the Josh Allen or that you know right now you're the Aaron Rodgers this is the Tom Brady era whatever there's going to be a Josh Allen and company era era and you know I think one of the things I really like is the way that they have tried to bolster their defense especially in the pass rush um and Greg Rousseau is going to be a great addition uh there and obviously you know Vaughn Miller on the other side so um I really like the Bills I think they're going to go far in the playoffs and I mean, I think they have the ability to do it. Again, we're, we're talking about this in July, but who knows if they're going to make it and finally win that Super Bowl, but they definitely have the ability to. 
We have about a minute or so left. Um, I just saw a headline that the Dolphins will have a waiting list for tickets for the first time in like forever. Uh, what are you expecting out of Tua and this Dolphins team? Man, Tua's like, he's got to be everybody's favorite too. I mean, he's like, he's such a good guy. He's such a hard worker. He brings the fans. He like, he's out in the community. I just, I, you know, I love what he brings to the table in terms of his personality and his uh, his talent. So I am hoping big things for him. You know, again, you look at the wide receivers that they have too, you know, with Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, Jalen Waddle. I mean, these these guys, like, they burners. Like, so you get to a little bit of time, you get these guys on a lot of crossing routes, you dump it down to them. I mean, that is, I mean, that offense, could be absolutely explosive. And so I think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing all those tickets being sold. I mean, people, you know, I always boggle my mind living in the Northeast being like, how come more people don't want to go outside and see a Miami game? Like, it's so beautiful down there. (laughs) But this is an opportunity to go and see some really good football too. So I think they will be good. And that's kind of good for them that they're able to sell that out. All right, that was Mark Herzlick, college football and NFL analyst. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up next, we're going to get into the MLB card. You're listening to BetQL Daily.